Section 5 of A Guide to Modern Cookery, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Malone. A Guide to Modern Cookery, Part 1, by Auguste Escoffier. Translated by James B. Herndon, Jr. Chapter 3, Part 2 The Small Compound Sauces 69. Cardinal Sauce Boil one pint of bechamel, to which add one half pint of fish fumet and a little truffle essence, and reduce by a quarter. Finish the sauce when dishing up, with three tablespoonfuls of cream and three ounces of very red lobster butter. Number 149. This sauce is poured over the fish. 70. Mushroom Sauce. If this be intended for poultry, add one-fifth pint of mushroom liquor and eight ounces of button mushroom heads, turned or channeled and cooked to one pint of very stiff allemande sauce if it be intended for fish take one pint of fish velouté thickened with the yolks of four eggs and finish it with mushroom liquor as above the sauce that i suggest for poultry may also be used for fish after adding the necessary quantity of fish fumet. 71. Chateaubriand Sauce Put one ounce of chopped shallots, a sprig of thyme, and a bit of bay, one ounce of mushroom parings, and one quarter pint of white wine into a stew pan. Reduce the wine almost entirely. Add one-half pint of veal gravy, and reduce again until the liquid only measures one-quarter pint. Strain through muslin, and finish the sauce away from the fire with four ounces of butter, maître d'hôtel, number 150, to which may be added a little chopped tarragon. Serve with grilled filet of beef, otherwise Chateaubriand. 72. White Chaux-Froid Sauce Boil one pint of velouté in a stewpan, and add three-quarters pint of melted white poultry jelly. Put the stewpan on an open fire, reduce the sauce by a third, stirring constantly the while, and gradually add one-half pint of very fresh cream. When the sauce has reached the desired degree of consistency, rub it through a tammy, and stir it frequently while it cools, for fear of a skin forming on its surface, for if this happened it would have to be strained again. When dishing up, this sauce should be cold, so that it may properly coat immersed solids, and yet be liquid enough to admit of the latter being easily steeped into it. 73. Ordinary chaux sauce. Proceed exactly as above, 
substituting a lemon sauce for the velouté and reducing the quantity of cream to one quarter pint. Observe the same precautions while cooling. 74. Chaufroix sauce à l'aurore. Prepare a white chaufroix, number 72. The same may be colored by the addition of fine red tomato puree, more or less to match the desired shade, or by an infusion of paprika, according to the use for which it is intended. This last product is preferable when not too deep a shade is required. 75. Chaufroissos au verpre. Add to the volute of the white chaufroissos, at the same time as the jelly, an infusion prepared thus. Boil one quarter pint of white wine, and add to it one pinch of chevreuse stocks, a similar quantity of tarragon leaves, chives, and parsley leaves. Cover, allow infusion to proceed away from the fire for ten minutes, and strain through linen. Treat the sauce as explained, and finish with spinach grain, number 143. The shade of the sauce must not be too pronounced, but must retain a pale green. The coloring principle must therefore be added with caution, and in small quantities, until the correct shade is obtained. Use the sauce for chaufroix of fowl, particularly that kind distinguished as printanier. 76. Long chauffois sauce. Proceed as for white chauffois, using the same quantities and taking note of the following modifications. 1. Substitute fish velouté for ordinary velouté. 2. Substitute white fish jelly for poultry jelly. Remarks. I have adopted the use of this ordinary chauffois sauce for the glazing of filet and escallop of fish and shellfish instead of cleared mayonnaise formerly used, which had certain inconveniences, not the least being the oozing away of the oil under the shrinkage of the gelatin. This difficulty does not obtain in any ordinary chauffois, the definite and pronounced flavor of which is better than that of the cleared mayonnaise. 77. Escoffier Cherry Sauce This sauce may be bought ready-made. Like the Roberts sauce, it can be served hot or cold. It is an excellent adjunct to venison and even to small ground game. Saddle of venison with this sauce constitutes one of the greatest dainties that an epicure could desire. 78. Chivry Sauce In one half pint of boiling poultry stock, put a large pinch of chevril pluche, tarragon, and parsley leaves, a head of young pimpernel, the qualification here is very important, for this aromatic plant grows bitter as it matures, and a good pinch of chives. Cover up, 
and let infusion proceed for 10 to 12 minutes. Then add the liquid, strained through linen, to one pint of velouté. Boil, reduce by a quarter, and complete it with two ounces of green butter, number 143. Chivry sauce is admirably suited to boiled or poached poultry. 79. Cream sauce. Boil one pint of bechamel sauce, and add one quarter pint of cream to it. Reduce on an open fire until the sauce has become very thick, then pass through tammy. Bring to its normal degree of consistency by gradually adding, away from the fire, one quarter pint of very fresh cream and a few drops of lemon juice. Serve this sauce with boiled fish, poultry, eggs, and various vegetables. 80. Shrimp Sauce Boil one pint of fish velouté, or failing this, bechamel sauce, and add to it one quarter pint of cream and one quarter pint of very clear fish fumet. Reduce to one pint and finish the sauce away from the fire with two ounces of shrimp butter, number 145, and two ounces of shelled shrimp's tails. 81. Curry Sauce Slightly brown the following vegetables in butter. 12 ounces of minced onions, 1 ounce of parsley roots, 4 ounces of minced celery, a small sprig of thyme, a bit of bay, and a little mace. Sprinkle with 2 ounces of flour and a teaspoonful of curry pepper. Cook the flour for some minutes without letting it acquire any color, and dilute with one and a half pints of white stock. Boil, cook, gently for three quarters of an hour, and rub through a tammy. Now heat the sauce, remove its grease, and keep it in the bain-marie. Serve the sauce with fish, shellfish, poultry, and various egg preparations. Nota bene, this sauce is sometimes flavored with coconut milk in the proportion of one quarter of the diluent. 82. Diplomate Sauce Take one pint of Normande sauce, prepared according to number 99, and finish it with two ounces of lobster butter and three tablespoonfuls of lobster meat and truffles cut into small regular tubes. 83. Herb Sauce Prepare one pint of white wine sauce number 111. Finish it away from the fire with three ounces of shallot butter, a tablespoonful of parsley, chevril, tarragon, and chives, chopped and mixed. Serve the sauce with boiled or poached fish. 84. Gooseberry Sauce Prepare one pint of butter sauce, formula number 66. Meanwhile, put one pound of green gooseberries into a small copper saucepan containing boiling water. Boil for five minutes, then drain the gooseberries and put them in a little stewpan 
with one half pint of white wine and three ounces of powdered sugar. Gently cook the gooseberries, rub them through a tammy, and add the resulting pulp to the butter sauce. This sauce is excellent with grilled mackerel and the poached fillets of that fish. 85. Hungarian Sauce Gently fry in butter, without coloring, two tablespoonfuls of chopped onions, seasoned with table salt, and half a teaspoonful of paprika. Moisten with one quarter pint of white wine, add a small faggot, reduce the wine by two-thirds, and remove the herbs. Finish with one pint of ordinary or Lenten velouté, according to the use for which the sauce is intended, and boil moderately for five minutes. Then rub the sauce through a tammy, and complete it with two ounces of butter. Remember, this sauce should be of a tender pink shade, which it must owe to the paprika alone. It forms an ideal accompaniment to choice morsels of lamb and veal, eggs, poultry, and fish. 86. Oyster Sauce Take one point of Normande sauce, finish it as directed in that recipe, and complete it with one quarter pint of reduced oyster liquor, strained through linen, and twelve poached and trimmed oysters. 87. Ivory Sauce or Al Buffer Sauce Take the necessary quantity of supreme sauce, prepared as explained in number 105A. Add to this four tablespoonfuls of dissolved pale meat glaze per quart of sauce, in order to lend the latter that ivory-white tint which characterizes it. Serve this sauce chiefly with poultry and poached sweetbread. 88. Joinville Sauce Prepare one pint of Normande sauce, number 99, as given in the first part of its formula, and complete it with two ounces of shrimp butter and two ounces of crayfish butter. If this sauce is to accompany a fish a la Joinville, which includes a special garnish, it is served as it stands. If it is served with a large, boiled, ungarnished fish, one ounce of very black truffles, cut julienne fashion, should be added. As may be seen, Joinville sauce differs from similar preparations in the final operation, where crayfish and shrimp butter are combined. 89. Maltese Sauce To the Hollandaise sauce given under number 30, add, when dishing up, the juice of two blood oranges, these late-season oranges being especially suitable for this sauce, and half a coffee spoonful of grated orange rind. Maltese sauce is the finest for asparagus. 90. Mariniere Sauce Take the necessary quantity of Bercy sauce, number 65, and add per pint of sauce, one quarter pint of mussel liquor, and a leason composed of the yolks of three eggs. 
serve this with small poached fish and more particularly with mussels. 91. Mornay sauce. Boil one pint of bechamel sauce with one quarter pint of the fumet of that fish which is to constitute the dish. Reduce by a good quarter and add two ounces of gruyere and two ounces of grated parmesan. Put the sauce on the fire again for a few minutes and ensure the melting of the cheese by stirring with a small whisk. Finish the sauce away from the fire with two ounces of butter added by degrees. 92. Mousseline Sauce To a Hollandaise sauce, prepared as explained, number 30, add, just before dishing up, one-half pint of stiffly whipped cream per pint of sauce. 93. Mousseuse Sauce Scald and wipe a small vegetable pan, and put into it one-half pound of stiffly mannied butter, properly softened. Season this butter with table salt and a few drops of lemon juice, and whisk it while gradually adding one-third pint of cold water. Finish with two tablespoonfuls of very firm whipped cream. This preparation, though classified as a sauce, is really a compound butter, which is served with boiled fish. The heat of the fish alone suffices to melt it, and its appearance is infinitely more agreeable than that of plain melted butter. 94. Mustard Sauce Take the necessary quantity of butter sauce and complete it away from the fire with one tablespoonful of mustard per pint of sauce. Nota bene. If the sauce has to wait, it must be kept in a bain-marie, for it should not on any account boil. It is served with certain small grilled fish, especially fresh herrings. 95. Nantua Sauce Boil one pint of bechamel sauce, add one-half pint of cream, and reduce by a third. Rub it through a tammy, and finish it with a further addition of two tablespoonfuls of cream, three ounces of very fine crayfish butter, and one tablespoonful of small shelled crayfish's tails. 96. Newberg Sauce First Method with Raw Lobsters Divide a two-pound lobster into four parts. Remove its creamy parts, pound them finely with two ounces of butter, and put them aside. Heat in a sauté pan one and a half ounces of butter and as much oil, and insert the pieces of lobster, well seasoned with salt and cayenne. Fry until the pieces assume a fine red color. Entirely drain away the butter, and add two tablespoonfuls of burnt brandy and one-third pint of marsala or old sherry. Reduce the wine by two-thirds and wet the lobster with one-third pint of cream and one-half pint of fish fumet. Now add a faggot, cover the sauté pan, and gently cook for twenty-five minutes. 
Then drain the lobster on a sieve, remove the meat and cut it into cubes, and finish the sauce by adding the creamy portions put aside from the first. Boil so as to ensure the cooking of these latter portions. Add the meat, cut into cubes, and verify the seasoning. Nota bene. The addition of the meat to the sauce is optional. Instead of cutting it into cubes, it may be stewed and displayed on the fish constituting the dish. 97. Second Method with Cooked Lobster The lobster, having been cooked in a bouillon, shell the tail and slice it up. Arrange these slices in a sauté pan, liberally buttered at the bottom. Season them strongly with salt and cayenne, and heat them on both sides, so as to affect the reddening of the skin. Immerse, so as to cover, in a good sherry, and almost entirely reduce same. When dishing up, Pour on to the slices a leason composed of one-third pint of fresh cream and the yolks of two eggs. Gently stir, away from the fire, and roll the saucepan about until the leason is completed. Originally, these two sauces, like the American, were exclusively composed of and served with lobster. They were one with the two very excellent preparations of lobster, which bear their name. In its two forms, lobster may only be served at lunch, many people with delicate stomachs being unable to digest it at night. To obviate this serious difficulty, I have made it a practice to serve lobster sauce with filet or mousseline of sole, adding the lobster as a garnish only and this innovation proved most welcome to the public. By using such condiments as curry and paprika, excellent varieties of this sauce may be obtained, which are particularly suited to sole and other white Lenten fish. In either of these cases, it is well to add a little rice à l'Andienne to the fish. 98. that sauce Prepare a hollandaise sauce, according to the recipe, under number 30. Add two ounces of hazelnut butter at the last moment. Serve this with salmon, trout, and all boiled fish in general. 99. Normande sauce. Put in a sauté pan one pint of fish velouté, three tablespoonfuls of mushroom liquor, as much oyster liquor, and twice as much sole fumet, the yolks of three eggs, a few drops of lemon juice, and one quarter pint of cream. Reduce by a good third on an open fire. Season with a little cayenne, rub through a tammy, and finish with two ounces of butter and four tablespoonfuls of good cream. The sauce is proper to filet of sole a la Normande but it is also frequently used as the base of other small sauces. 100. Oriental Sauce Take one pint of American sauce, season with curry, and reduce to a third. Then add, away from the fire, one quarter pint of cream per pint of sauce. 
serve this sauce in the same way as American sauce. 101. Poulette sauce. Boil for a few minutes one pint of sauce allemande and add six tablespoonfuls of mushroom liquor. Finish away from the fire with two ounces of butter, a few drops of lemon juice, and one teaspoonful of chopped parsley. Use this sauce with certain vegetables, but more generally with sheep's trotters. 102. Ravigot sauce. Reduce by half one quarter pint of white wine and half as much vinegar. Add one pint of ordinary volute, boil gently for a few minutes, and finish with one and a half ounces of shallot butter and one teaspoonful of chevril, tarragon, and chopped chives. This sauce accompanies boiled poultry and certain white abba. 103. Regency Sauce. If this sauce is to garnish poultry, boil one pint of Allemande sauce with six tablespoonfuls of mushroom essence and two tablespoonfuls of truffle essence. Finish with four tablespoonfuls of poultry glaze. If it is to garnish fish, substitute for the Allemande sauce some fish volute thickened with egg yolks, and the essences of mushroom and truffle as above, complete with some fish essence. 104. Soubise Sauce Stew in butter two pounds of finely minced onions, scalded for three minutes and well-dried. This stewing of the onions in butter increases their flavor. Now add one-half pint of thickened bechamel. Season with salt and a teaspoonful of powdered sugar. Cook gently for half an hour, rub through a tammy, and complete the sauce with some tablespoonfuls of cream and two ounces of butter. 105. Soubise Sauce with Rice the same quantity as above of minced onions, scalded and well-drained. Garnish the bottom and the sides of a tall, medium stew pan with some thin rashers of fat bacon. Insert the onions, together with one quarter pound of Carolina rice, one pint of white consomme, a large pinch of powdered sugar, and the necessary salt. Cook gently in the front of the oven for three-quarters of an hour. Then pound the onions and rice in a mortar. Rub the resulting puree through a tammy, and finish with cream and butter, as in the preceding case. Nota bene. This sauce, being more consistent than the former, is used as a garnish just as often as a sauce. 106. Soubise Sauce Tomate Prepare a soubise in accordance with the first of the two above formulae, and add to it one-third of its volume of very red tomato puree. Remarks 1. The soubise is rather a coulis than a sauce, that is, its consistence must be greater than that of a sauce. 2. 
the admixture of bechamel in soubise is preferable to that of rice, seeing that it makes it smoother. If, in certain cases, rice is used as a cohering element, it is in order to give the soubise more stiffness. 3. In accordance with the uses to which it may be put, the soubise tomate may be finely seasoned either with curry or paprika. 106a. Supreme Sauce the salient characteristics of supreme sauce are its perfect whiteness and consummate delicacy. It is generally prepared in small quantities only. Preparation Put one and a half pints of very clear poultry stock and one quarter pint of mushroom cooking liquor into a sauté pan. Reduce to two-thirds. Add one pint of poultry velouté, reduce on an open fire, stirring with the spatula the while, and combine one-half pint of excellent cream with the sauce, this last ingredient being added little by little. When the sauce has reached the desired consistence, strain it through a sieve and add another one-quarter pint of cream and two ounces of best butter. Stir with a spoon from time to time, or keep the pan well covered. 107. Venetian Sauce Put into a stew pan one tablespoonful of chopped shallots, one tablespoonful of chevreuil, and one quarter pint of white wine and tarragon vinegar, mixed in equal quantities. Reduce the vinegar by two-thirds, Add one pint of white wine sauce, number 111. Boil for a few minutes, rub through a tammy, and finish the sauce with a sufficient quantity of herb juice, number 183, and one teaspoonful of chopped chevrel and tarragon. This sauce accompanies various fish. 108. Villeroy Sauce Put into a sauté pan one pint of allemande sauce, to which have been added two tablespoonfuls of truffle essence and as much ham essence. Reduce on an open fire and constantly stir until the sauce is sufficiently stiff to coat immersed solids thickly. 109. Villois Soubise Sauce Put into a sauté pan two-thirds pint of allemande sauce and one-third pint of soubise puree, Formula 105. Reduce, as in the preceding case, as the uses to which this is put are the same. Now, according to the circumstances and the nature of the solid it is intended for, a few teaspoonfuls of very black chopped truffles may be added to this sauce. 110. Villois Tomate Sauce Prepare the sauce, as explained under number 108, and add to it the third of its volume of very fine tomato puree. Reduce in the same way. Remarks 
1. Vilwa sauce, of whatever kind, is solely used for the coating of preparations said to be a la Vilwa. 2. The Vilwa tomate may be finely seasoned with curry or paprika, according to the preparation for which it is intended. 111. White Wine Sauce The three following methods are employed in making it. 1. Add one quarter pint of fish fumet to one pint of thickened velouté and reduce by half. Finish the sauce away from the fire with four ounces of butter. Thus prepared, this white wine sauce is suitable for glazed fish. 2. Almost entirely reduce one quarter pint of fish fumet. To this reduction add the yolks of four eggs, mixing them well in it, and follow with one pound of butter, added by degrees, paying heed to the precautions indicated under Sauce Hollandaise number 30. 3. Put the yolks of five eggs into a small stewpan and mix them with one tablespoonful of cold fish stock. Put the stewpan in a bain-marie and finish the sauce with one pound of butter, meanwhile adding from time to time, and in small quantities, six tablespoonfuls of excellent fish fumet. The procedure in this sauce is, in short, exactly that of the Hollandaise, with this distinction, that here fish fumet takes the place of the water. Hot English Sauces 112. Apple Sauce Quarter, peel, core, and chop two pounds of medium-sized apples. Place these in a stewpan with one tablespoonful of powdered sugar and a bit of cinnamon and a few tablespoonfuls of water. Cook the whole gently with lid on, and smooth the puree with a whisk when dishing up. Serve this sauce lukewarm with duck, goose, roast hare, and so on. 113. Bread Sauce Boil one pint of milk and add three ounces of fresh white bread crumb, a little salt, a small onion with a clove stuck in it, and one ounce of butter. Cook gently for about a quarter of an hour, remove the onion, smooth the sauce with a whisk, and finish it with a few tablespoonfuls of cream. This sauce is served with roast fowl and roast feathered game. 114. Celery Sauce Clean six stalks of celery, only use the hearts. Put them in a sauté pan, wholly immerse in consommé, add a faggot and one onion, and a clove stuck in it, and cook gently. Drain the celery, pound it in a mortar, then rub it through a tammy, and put the puree in a stewpan. Now thin the puree with an equal quantity of cream sauce, and a little reduced celery liquor. Heat it moderately, and if it has to wait, put it in a bain-marie. This sauce is suited to boiled or braised poultry. It is excellent and has been adapted in French cookery. 115. Cranberry Sauce
Cook one pint of cranberries with one quart of water in a stewpan and cover the stewpan. When the berries are cooked, drain them in a fine sieve through which they are strained. To the puree thus obtained, add the necessary quantity of their cooking liquor, so as to make a somewhat thick sauce. Sugar should be added according to the taste of the consumer. The sauce is mostly served with roast turkey. It is to be bought ready-made, and if this kind be used, it need only be heated with a little water. 116. Fennel Sauce Take one pint of butter sauce, number 66, and finish it with two tablespoonfuls of chopped fennel, scalded for a few seconds. This is principally used with mackerel. 117. Egg Sauce with Melted Butter Dissolve one quarter pound of butter and add to it the necessary salt, a little pepper, half the juice of a lemon, and three hard-boiled eggs, hot and cut into large cubes, also a teaspoonful of chopped and scalded parsley. 118. Scotch Egg Sauce Make a white roux with one and a half ounces of butter and one ounce of flour. Mix in one pint of boiling milk, season with salt, white pepper, and nutmeg, and boil gently for ten minutes. Then add three hot hard-boiled eggs cut into cubes, the whites and the yolks. This sauce usually accompanies boiled fish, especially fresh haddocks and fresh and salted cod. 119. Horseradish or Albert Sauce Rasp five ounces of horseradish and place them in a stewpan with one quarter pint of white consomme. Boil gently for twenty minutes and add a good one half pint of butter sauce, as much cream, and one half ounce of bread crumb. Thicken by reducing on a brisk fire and rub through tammy. Then thicken with the yolks of two eggs and complete the seasoning with a pinch of salt and pepper and a teaspoonful of mustard dissolved in a tablespoonful of vinegar. Serve this sauce with braised or roast beef, especially fillets. 119a. Parsley Sauce This is the butter sauce, number 66, to which is added, per pint, a heaped teaspoonful of freshly chopped parsley. 120. Reform Sauce Put into a small stewpan and boil one pint of half-glazed sauce and one-half pint of ordinary poivrade sauce. Complete with a garnish composed of one-half ounce of gherkins, one-half ounce of hard-boiled white of an egg, one ounce of salted tongue, one ounce of truffles, and one ounce of mushrooms. All these to be cut julienne fashion and short. This sauce is for mutton cutlets when these are a la réforme. End of section 5. Reading by Malone.